Welcome to the show, Beauty is More Than Skin Deep, with your host, Dana Renee. In many cultures, the phrase, beauty is only skin deep, relates to a person's intellectual, emotional, and spiritual qualities. However, what most people are exposed to first is the physical beauty of a person, place, or thing. Today's topic is deliberate outcomes. Deliberate outcomes are those things that you willingly take action to make happen. Deliberate means being done consciously and intentionally. What do you want to happen? What are you consciously and intentionally doing to make it happen? Our guest today is Anitra Austin. Anitra has served 10 years in the Army and Army Reserves as an aviation operations specialist and a software analyst. She has earned a BA in political science from the University of Kentucky and an MBA from Sullivan University. She is on track to earn her Master's in Public Financial Management from the University of Kentucky in August 2020. She also is a certified project management professional, a certified credit consultant, and a certified life coach. Welcome, Anitra. Hi, thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for being a guest today. Thank you so for having me. Thank going... you so much for having me. Thank you. We're going to jump right into things. So tell us, deliberate, what does that mean to you when you, when you have, hear that word, deliberate? So for me, um, deliberate just means any, just making sure, well, it started out because I have always hated the phrase, you know, uh, everything happens for a reason or it, just, it is what it is or stuff like that. I really, really, mm. truly believe that, that you, can, you can carve your own path and not everything is just, oh, it just happened that way or whatever. Not everything's by accident. And so I've always believed that, and that's how um, I think success is created through your own deliberate actions and, and going for what you want. So to me, being deliberate just means to, you know, just to go for what you want. So it's really you creating that success as opposed to, mm-hmm. like you said, that it is what it is or that old cliche of, <laughs> yep. of you know, just kind of going with the flow. Yep, that's how I, that's how I believe. I, 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 absolutely, I still hate, I hate what my kids say, you know, oh, you know, it is what it is, or it'll be what it'll be. or what, I'm like, no, it'll be what you make it. So mm-hmm. you have to, you know, I feel like you just have to manifest your own dream sometimes and not wait on, not wait on them to just fall in your lap. Sometimes they do just fall in your lap, but mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. times not. <laughs> most times That's not. True. So, that is yeah. true. And so really it's just a mindset shift if, if I hear you um, yeah. correctly and, and just what you're saying. It's, it's, it's having a made-up mind of this is, what I want, this is what I want to happen. Now how can I make it happen? as opposed right. to, well, whatever happens, I'll accept it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I've just always awesome. believed that way. That's great. That's a great way to believe. So tell us about um, what have you manifested? What have you, what, what success, how did you go about creating your own success and charting your own path? Well, I mean, I, I, sometimes I think a lot of it is just personality driven. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm an Aries. So anybody who's, kind of knows anything about Aries and we're pretty headstrong, pretty, you know, we're pretty, we're, we're pretty mm-hmm. bullheaded and, and, and determined by nature. Most of us are. So, so it, a lot of that is already my personality. I'm, I'm stubborn and I, I don't take no for an answer on most things to good and bad. So um, a lot of that's just that. And, and then um, also it's just wanting more and, and seeing that other people are getting uh, their dreams met. Other people are being successful. So I decided that I'm going to be, you know, successful. Um, and so really, I really feel like it's just a conscious, conscious decision um, just to say, hey, look, I'm going to I'm not be a statistic because um, the, the crazy thing is, is that like I come from a, my parents are divorced. 
So I, there's one statistic that I could have been, you know, just come from a broken home, mm-hmm. you know, the black girl from mm-hmm. the broken home and all that. Um, and I, I rejected that. No, I just don't believe in that. And then, you know, I'm divorced. So, and was a single mother of four children after being divorced. And so that was another time that I could have fallen and just said, hey, look, you know, this is just my life and it's been handed to me. And no, I just didn't. So most of my success started and came after my divorce. And so, mm. yeah, I just decided that this is what I'm going to do for me and me and my kids. And I'm not going to, I'm just not going to, not going to stop. So that's yeah. good. That's beautiful. I really think that's awesome. So I was going to ask that question, but I think you kind of answered it. Like, when did you decide? I mean, you talk about you're you're in Aries and you're headstrong and it's like, I'm really stubborn, mm-hmm. good and bad. But um, I was going to ask you, so when did, when did it, things shift for you. You talked about not being that statistic and, and how things could have turned out versus um, how you chose to, to make them manifest things for you. So as opposed to being that statistic, although you um, did find yourself divorced and being a single mom before, uh, what was the biggest motivation factor for you not being that statistic, would you say? I think the biggest motivating factor for me is just uh, – I guess it's proving to, to myself and to, and to everybody around me that I can do it, I, I, that I can do it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so a, a turning point for me was once, because I, I moved to Atlanta and to work for PTNC, which is, I believe, where you and I met. Um, um, so when I, when I took that job, it, I was in Atlanta by myself when we my kids, and my ex-husband had decided not to move. He was, he was my mm-hmm. husband at the time, and that's pretty much what ended our marriage Long story, but that's somewhat right, of it. Right. Um, and so, you know, he decided to move, and I said, "Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not staying here just because you're choosing not to. I'm gonna go down here. I'm gonna make it happen." So, um, that was the turning point for me, where I said, "Okay, I'm, I'm literally standing on this cliff alone, and if I'm gonna jump, mm. I'm gonna jump by myself." So, that was the turning point for me, and I haven't. So you looked really back. just said, "I'm gonna do it with or without yep. you," and that's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, and you did, because I, you did it. I think, that's I think, awesome. I think sometimes. I think sometimes women, um, women, and especially mothers and single mothers, sometimes have this this fear that they they have to stay where they are um, for for various reasons. Either they stay in a relationship they shouldn't stay in because they feel like they need the security, or the kids need, you know, the two whatever the reason is, or they feel mm-hmm. like they can't achieve the things they want to achieve when they are a single mom because, oh, I don't have a babysitter or, oh, I want to take this job across country and it's paying more and it's a great opportunity, but my kids are in school here. I just, I'm like, hey, look, and I told my kids a long time ago at the time when I moved to Atlanta, my, my oldest son was 10, I think he was, mm-hmm. yeah, I think he was 10 or 11, fifth or sixth grade. And then um, my younger ones were, I think they were four, three, and three months. I think mm. I'm pretty sure that was that was it. So yeah, they were they were tiny, and so I, wow. I told my I told my I told my oldest then I'm like, hey, look, you know, Mama's gonna make something happen, but you're gonna have to. It's gonna be a journey. You're gonna have to be mm-hmm. willing to to go on this journey with me, and I promise you, your life will be great. And that's kind of just how I've always approached it. Like, hey, we we're moving because this job is better, or this opportunity is better for me, or or we're doing these things, and um, whether or not they wanted to or not, I just did it. And so I think a lot of moms get caught up in um, uh, different other aspects than, than, than focusing on how can I truly make the entire situation of my life better. And mm, so That's good. That's beautiful. Wow. So for you, it was more of a, the reasons why you should do it versus excuses not to do it. So, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. believe in excuses. 
I really don't. <laughs> my, like, that's not I really don't. Like, I, I really don't. Like, mm. yeah, I really don't. My husband that's laughs great. at me all the time because he's like, he's like, you will really, he's like, you will go to the end of the earth to get what you want. I'm like, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. I can and say it's too and I think there's something fulfilling about that as well, though. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. so. I feel mm-hmm. good about the things I've done. I feel, I mean, not every decision I've made has been the best one, um, but it didn't, I feel like you have to make a decision either way. So if you decide you want something, right. just go do it. If it turns out not to be a great decision, then you just, you know, mm-hmm. adjust adjust, and, and, and regroup and move on. You don't sit right. in it and say, oh, yeah. that was a bad decision. Now I'm stuck here. No, you just figure it out. That's good. That's good. So what would you say is the biggest hurdle or obstacle that you had to overcome in, in just the journey of, of uh, going from being a divorced woman to being a you know, single mom before and, and, and making those adjustments to, to reach the goal that you wanted? I think the biggest hurdle in all of that was just trying to find and trying to make sure that I, I did have the balance of being a mommy and career woman, right? So that was, a, that was somewhat mm-hmm. of a challenge because um, – you know, they were, they were still small. They still needed me. So I just didn't get a whole lot of sleep. You know, I, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go out and, you know, people laugh at me now because I never, I didn't even really go out or, or even though I was single, I didn't date or really anything for like 10 years because I was busy raising them and, and work. So there wasn't a whole lot of time for that. So I sacrificed, I guess, my quote unquote social life um, to be able to be the, the career mom, you know, that can have the balance. Mm-hmm. So I think that was the biggest challenge is being able to, to find that balance and, and still, you know, move forward in my career, having to d- be a single mom and go to football games and practices and, you know, trying to manage all those things without having my kids feel like it's a single parent home. That was always my right. goal is to make sure that they have everything um, or, or not, not have everything, but are able to do all the things that they, you know, that anybody with a, with a two-parent household is able to do. So that's that, great. That, that was that's a challenge. Great. Wow, wow. That's a beautiful thing because you've got some two-parent households that, you know, don't have that balance, honestly, between the, the career and just, just family. So I commend you for, for keeping that balance, even though I'm sure it thank was you, a, thank you. Uh, uh, a, a something to overcome. So congratulations on that. Um, we're going to go into a break just shortly, but just before we do, um, what what would you say? When did you? Was there a moment when you felt like you had arrived, or oh, I've, okay, I've made it, I've hit that goal? How did you know that you were no longer going to be that statistic, so to speak? Um, I mean, I've I've never seen myself as as a statistic. You know what I mean? But I I, I guess mm-hmm. I guess I, I see what you're asking. Um. I don't know. It just it, it could happen any day, right? Like I don't mm-hmm, feel like I mm-hmm. made it now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tomorrow, I don't. I, I don't. The you know, you're I, speaking. <laughs> it, it is. It is. It totally is. Like I, because t- t- I'm of the mindset that everything that I've achieved right now um, can be taken away, as far as you know, financial things and stuff like that. That can be taken mm-hmm. away tomorrow. Like we're in the middle of a pandemic. Everybody's right. life looks different now. You know, mm-hmm. and so it just speaks to the fragility of just being human. So I don't take any of it for granted and I don't ever feel like I've quote unquote made it. So yeah, I'm always, I'm still moving. I'm still pushing forward to do whatever the next big thing is. That's awesome. That's awesome. Great. With that being said, we're going to go into our first break. Okay.
Welcome back to the show, Beauty is More Than Skin Deep, with your host, Dana Renee. Our guest today is Anitra Austin. Anitra has served 10 years in the Army and Army Reserves as an aviation operations specialist and a software analyst. She's also earned her BA in political science from the University of Kentucky, as well as an MBA from Sullivan University. She's on track to earn her master's in public financial management from the University of Kentucky in August 2020. She's a certified project management professional, a certified credit consultant, and a certified life coach. Welcome back, Anitra. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. So just before our break, we were just talking about the obstacles and things you had to overcome in order to reach your goals and really um, how it was a balance of, of um, balance of trying to balance of being a mommy in your career. But um, one of the things you also are focused on is you say you, you like playing by the rules, but you, you say break them all. So what are mm-hmm. some of the rules that you would, you would say um, – are to be broken specifically for women. What what are some of those rules? Um, I think um, for women, and I know it's kind of a it's kind of a weird you know phrase, play by the rules, but break them all. Like, what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. And I, and, I, and I, mm-hmm. by that I, I mean, you know, we we all have to play the game, right? We all have to um, get this get the. If you want to excel in your career, you have to. There's certain blocks you have to check, right? So those are the rules mm-hmm. you have to follow. But once you once you're in a position to 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 do some of the things you want to do. You don't have to follow the rules. You don't have to be silent, and you don't have to not have your voice heard, right? Like, because a lot of the, a lot of times for women, you know, I, I come from a, a most of my background is construction and engineering, and mostly male dominated fields, right? Even in the mm-hmm. army, I was mm-hmm. in aviation, which is all men, most mostly, not all, but mostly. And then, so I've always been. Sometimes I've been like the only female in the room, or the only, you know. And so right. I found that men tend to, a lot of times men tend to try to silence you when you're the only woman in the room or they try to um, discount what your opinion is or, or your advice. And I challenge people to say, no, you don't have to sit back and take that. You can speak up, you know what I mean, and you can be heard, mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and you, don't have to, you don't have to follow that, um, that, that tradition of, oh, well, you know, he's a man, so he knows better. No, absolutely not. Mm-mm. Right, right. I, I and how would that. you encourage someone to do that? How would you encourage someone to to, to find their voice or to actually to speak up for themselves? So you know, in that, that I, setting, it, it's hard for me to give advice for that because it's just my. It's a lot of that is just my personality, so it's hard for me mm-hmm. to to just tell somebody because what what I would say would be just just do it, but that's not how right. everybody <laughs> is. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. so I have mm-hmm. to be mindful of that, and I you know I, I think what would what I would tell people is just to, to find um, ways to make yourself more confident in yourself. So if, if figure out why you don't speak up. Is it because, you know, you're, you're afraid that you might be wrong or you're, you're afraid that someone may, you know, say something, you know, like, you know, figure out what the reason is and try to overcome that reason so that the next time you have an opportunity to speak up for yourself, you do. Um, right. Like, like a lot of this, and I know this is kind of, you know, a, a, a different topic when, when people are talking about, you know, uh, women being harassed in the workplace and stuff like that, not even sexual harassment, just being harassed in general. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I feel so sorry for the women that feel like they can't say anything until years later. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I'm just like, you have to speak up and speak out. And, but I'm, I'm that way just because and I feel like there's a lot of people don't do it because they don't want the retaliation or, or whatever. And I, under, I totally understand that, but, I'm and just the way I'm built is I'm willing to for for something I truly believe in and for for something that is important to me or 
um, something that is important to my family, I'm willing to absolutely burn everything down around me to make sure that <laughs> I am – and that's, that's, that's true. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just not – and it, it's kind of, like I said, it's good and bad. I said that earlier. I'm not, mm-hmm. um, not some crazy, you know, crazy woman that runs around starting stuff, but, but I definitely like to have my opinion heard for sure. Right, and I think I think it goes back to um, what I would consider more of a passion. You know, if if it's something you're passionate about, right. then you're gonna you're gonna you're more adept to to speak up as opposed to something like mm, I'm not quite sure if I if I have all the details or if I'm confident in, in speaking on such whatever it may be. Right, um, right. So some of it right. may be passion based versus fear based, and and that could right. be part of it as well. Yeah. But what I would awesome. say to women that are in that mm-hmm. that are in some of those positions and some of those situations just corporately is that make sure that um, you know what you're talking about, right? So if that's the mm-hmm. reason you don't speak up, then make sure that you have gone into every meeting prepared and make sure that you have, you know, whatever your field of expertise is, make sure that you know that you are right. So that way, um, once you do speak up and you are right, everybody notices that. So it'll be easier the next time. So, right. yeah. That's good. That's what I would That's good. About. Okay, so going back to those rules, what about the rules? What about for that individual that says bump rules? I don't, I don't like rules. I don't play by the rules. <laughs> so what would you say to that person? Or I don't, you know, I don't like the rules, so there's no point in me breaking them. Yeah, I mean, there are those people out there, but what I found is that those people don't necessarily, um, they, they tend to sometimes have a harder time um, mm. navigating navigating certain spaces, and that's okay, mm-hmm. too. That just means certain spaces right. they don't need to be in. Like, I was having this conversation with my son, my oldest son. He was um, going to interview for a job, and he's got a lot of hair. And I'm like, you need to make sure you get a haircut. You need to make sure, you know, you're, you're at least presentable because you, you don't want to give up. Um, let's, let's be honest. Black men and black women have – they, they – there's a certain image that, that people shy away from if they see it or, or whatever. So, unfortunately, right. just to, sometimes to get what you need from them, you have to be, you know, a little more uh, conforming, just a little. I'm not saying – I'm definitely right. not saying to give up who you are. So I was having this conversation with my son. I said, you need to get a haircut. He says, well, I, you know, if they don't want to hire me because of the way my hair looks, then I don't need to work there. And I'm like, you know what, you're right, you don't. So, because, so mm-hmm. there's certain spaces that you, if you know you can't, follow the rules, then you probably don't mm-hmm. even need to play in that space. And that's, right. just, you know, but you have to know that about yourself. So that's true. Um, that's true. Yeah, that is that's true. So speaking about knowing yourself and knowing what you want, um, how did you find the courage to go after what you really wanted? Um, I think my, my children have been a, a big motivation for me, um, wanting them to have the best life possible, um, well, mm-hmm. the best life I can give them. They don't have the best life possible, but they have the best life I can give them at the time. Um, and, and, and watching them grow and wanting to be a good example for them is, is, was my biggest motivation outside of mm-hmm. just, you know, naturally being motivated. But, yeah, I definitely want to make sure that I don't fail for them. So Right, right. Well, that's a good thing. And then how was it being, being the strong woman that you are uh, raising those, those young men? It's hard. And I won't lie, it's hard. Hard is the answer. Hard. Um, but I think as it, it, it was hard. I mean, there's, there's, trust me, it, it's not all, it wasn't all, you know, fun and games. You know, it wasn't all, things weren't, my house wasn't as quiet as it is right now when they were little. Mm-hmm. And there was a whole lot of tears on my end and their end, you know, trying mm. to just raise them and raise them right. 
and teach them the things that I want them to know. Um, and their dad has, has um, always been in their life just because we weren't together, but he was always in their life. Right. But for six years, I think, like after he went overseas as a contractor to Afghanistan, so he wasn't there the whole year. So I didn't get weekends mm-hmm. off or anything like that the whole six years. Mm-hmm. And so I had to do all those things and still try to teach them the right ways to behave as young men without a man to show them. So that, that was difficult. But yeah. now that my boys are older, like my youngest is 12, and then I have a 14 and 15-year-old, and then 22, um, they have a respect for me that I – and we have a great relationship. Like, they have a certain – they just have a certain respect for me that I just really appreciate. Like, they, yeah, mm-hmm. they, they get it. They see the things that I've done to make sure that they can have what they have and do the things that they do, So they, and they respect it. So um, that was all I ever wanted, was into was in to be respectable and, and, to, sh- and to just just understand the struggle. So, and they do. Right, right. That's great. That's great. Awesome, awesome. So um, how can you help other women that are, that are trying to work and to be deliberate and go after their dreams? Um, well, I, I do offer um, career coaching services um, at AnitraAustin.com, um, shameless plug. And um, I, I want to get into, since I've been in Maryland, I don't really, I'm not really plugged into the community like I want to be, but I used to teach um, divorced women um, classes on how to, like, get back into yourself, like get, how, to, how to get this train rolling again. And so I want to get back into doing stuff like that and, and, and be a mentor to some women who are going through some of the things I went through in my 20s and, you know, stuff like mm. that. So that's, that's what I really would like to do and how I would like to help women and by giving back. That's awesome. That's awesome. Really, really beautiful thing. And um, any, anything else you'd like to share? Like what, what – tell us a little bit more. You said you – um, you know, we talked about you being a certified project management professional and a certified uh-huh. uh, credit consultant as well as a life coach. Tell us a little bit more about um, uh, what, you, what, you're, what you do in those capacities and, and how you can use that to help others and what, what, are, your, what are you working to do. So what I'm trying to do and what I've just launched recently is um, my career coaching services. And, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm just trying to because I, I've always been kind of that friend that, well, you know, somebody will call and say, well, what about this job? What do you think about this? And I've always kind of helped people guide their career. So I said, you know, I could actually do this, do this. And mm-hmm. so that's, that's, that's my next venture is trying to get that launched. It's launched, but get that fully launched and fully out there to be able to, um, to, to help women, of course, women and men too, mm-hmm. but mostly my passion is women. My passion is single moms, really, because um, mm-hmm. I know the struggle so well. Um, and, just, and so, yeah, my career services is, is teaching women how to, well, people, how to navigate, you know, corporate America after they've, they've had the certain experiences, they've gotten their degrees, they, you know, they've worked in corporate spaces, but they just aren't sure how to level up and go to that next level of salary or that next position. Um, and I have some strategies that I use on myself that I know work. So, you know, I'd like to share those with other women. That's great. That's great. And that's how they could find out about it is going to your website, AnitaOsprin.com? Yes. Awesome. Yes, AnitraAustin.com. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, AnitraAustin.com. Right. Mm-hmm. Great. Are there any closing thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, no, I just really, really thank you for having me on. I think your show is great. I think it's awesome what you're doing um, to get the story of different different people out there, um, you know, on your radio show. I think that's awesome. I think it it needs to happen. I I really, really appreciate it. I'm I'm really uh, I'm really thankful that you asked me to be on. 
Thank you. Thank you. Really appreciate you making a difference in the lives of women and men alike. And just um, congratulations on your ability to, to level up and just create a deliberate outcome in your life and, and just your business. And um, Again, you've heard it here with Anitra Austin. Visit her website, anitraaustin.com. And to stay connected with me, you can follow me on Twitter at ZWeeks01. Remember, beauty is more than skin deep. It's truly in the eye of the beholder.